Yo, in this episode, we're going to be talking about how Facebook just admitted that they have way too much power. And we're also going to be talking about how Black Lives Matter was nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize? Hmm. Well, we're going to go ahead and talk about it. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome to the Chris Tubbs Show. I am your host, Chris Tubbs. I am so happy that you guys are here watching and listening to my podcast. On any of the platforms, just want to let you guys know, go ahead and sub to me on any of the platforms you guys are watching or listening to me on. That would be greatly appreciated. Just to let you know, I am not doing YouTube anymore. For all the new people that are listening, I am not doing any more YouTube. No mas. Nada. Nada. I'm going to be strictly doing everything and uploading to Rumble. So, with that, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to go ahead and get started into this podcast because we got a lot. We got a lot to go over. We got a lot to go over. And I tell you what, it's kind of crazy what was just dropped from Project Veritas. I mean, look, we've, we've already known this, but now... It's been emitted. So let's go ahead and show you and tell you what they said. Here you go. In his first day, President Biden already issued a number of executive orders um, on areas that we as a company really care uh, quite deeply about. But there has been quite a lot of disquiet expressed by many leaders around the world, from the president of Mexico to Alexander Navalny in Russia, the Chancellor Angela Merkel, and others saying, well, this shows that private companies have got too much power and they should be only making these decisions in a way that is framed by democratically uh, agreed rules. We agree with that. We agree with that. Mark would be very clear about that, that ideally we wouldn't be taking these decisions on our own. We would be taking these decisions in line with and in conformity with democratically uh, 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 agreed uh, rules and principles. Um, and at the moment, those democratically, elect, uh, democratically agreed rules don't exist. We still have to take decisions in real time. Wow. What do you think about that? That's... Uh... When I when I first heard that and watched that, I was like, "You got to be freaking kidding me, man!" Oh my goodness! Wow. So that that was the dude from the global affairs uh, section in Facebook. He admitted, "Yeah, well, we know and we we believe and we think that we have way too much power." Here's the thing: when Facebook says Facebook, Facebook of all social media platforms says that we have way too much power, you know that Section 230 needs to be reappealed. Now, you might be asking, well, okay, what the heck is Section 230? And you might have heard this a lot in the news. You might have heard it from Trump, and maybe you just don't know what it is. I'll tell you what it is. Section 230 is part of the Communications Decency Act from 1996. And what that does, it, it gives legal protection to social media companies, which, look, it is a good thing. It is a good thing. Okay, but here's the thing. I'll give you the deets in this. What distinguishes in that act 
between what Facebook and Google and big tech is doing and what they should be doing is this. There in that there is a what describes as a public forum and a publisher. Okay. So a publisher is like a newspaper. Okay. It can put out any type of content it wants to, right? Now, a public forum is like Reddit or something a little bit more tangible like a, a city park or going to a a local area to talk about in ideas or have suggestions on anything. Now, that 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 is a good thing. I, I'm happy that it it distinguishes that, okay? But what is not good, okay, is when big tech says that they are a public forum, but they act like a publisher. You know, on, on Facebook, they have that video feature where you can put almost any video you want on there, except for anything that's violent or any nudity or anything like that. Same with YouTube. They're acting, and they say... In their in their agreements and everything that they are a public forum, but when you act like a publisher and take off any of the media or any of the content or take away any of the content creators, you're acting like a publisher. Does that make sense to you? Do you see that difference? That is what Facebook is saying: is that they they have way too much power. Well, you know what? Here's here's my thing. Why don't you just go buy the book? Go buy what you are actually saying what you are. If you are a public forum, Facebook, then act like a public forum. If you're a publisher, then act like a publisher. Don't be half-ass in all of this and say that you're in between. No, 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 no. You have to stick by with what you're saying. And see, and that's why so many people, and that's why, including me, I, we don't trust media. We don't trust big tech because they say they do one thing and then they do another thing. Why do you think so many people just do not trust big tech and the mainstream media? See, now you might be asking, okay, well, great. Is the courts going to do anything about it? You know, that's a great question. That is a great question. You know, see, from my opinion, after seeing what the lousy job the Supreme Court did with the election, I wouldn't be surprised if they went ahead and dismissed that as well. I would not be surprised. Would not be surprised. But thank thank goodness for Project Veritas. Because... They are the real journalists out there. They are helping expose truth. Uh, well, they're, they're helping expose, let me put this, they're helping expose people in giving truth in that. They're, they're exposing the companies that say that they do one thing and then do another thing, like Facebook. And they're, they're also exposing a lot of corruption within not only our governments, but with the election. They're, they're showing a lot. And I'm happy that they're doing that. It's awesome. They're, they're doing what mainstream media should be doing. Now, you might be asking, well, okay, you, 
Trump really tried to get rid of and reappeal 230 is Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. Highly doubt that, man. I highly doubt that. You see, the thing is, if, in that video, it said, they said, Facebook, they, they want to work with Biden. They want to work on some of the policies and everything that Joe Biden is about, which is based on lies. And, <laughs> and you've seen that, especially with him saying, oh, we're not going to ban fracking, but then they go ahead and cut the Keystone Pipeline. How messed up is that? How messed up is that? So here's the thing. And I'll, I'll go back to uh, Joe Biden cutting the Keystone Pipeline a little bit. But Biden can be bought by big tech. Biden can be bought. And he's been bought by the CCP. He's been bought by big tech. And he's been bought by the mainstream media. Why would why would the why would his administration do anything with Section two thirty? Why would they why would they? I don't believe I, I don't believe for a second that Facebook really says that they want more limitations on them. Why why? I don't I don't know anybody I, I've never heard of anybody saying that they have too much power and then and you know what? No, they would they we want less power. Why? They're greedy. Social media big tech giants are greedy. Why do you say that? Because if they weren't greedy, then they would stick to one side or the other of being a publisher or a public forum. They know what they're doing. You see, that's what victims do. That's what a lot of uh, uh, corrupt people do is they know secretly. They know deep down what they're doing and they know it's wrong, but they do it anyway. They do it anyway. And here's the thing too. If we had a court system Go ahead and crack down on this. You know? Do you think? Do you think that they would have gotten away with this in the past if we had a good court system? Probably not. Probably not. And that's a bummer. That's a bummer. But here's the thing. Now you know. Right? If you didn't know that Facebook really, really did... Um, did like their own power and they wanted to control everybody. Well, now you know. Now you know. Maybe you shouldn't use their apps so often anymore. We'll see about that. There's a lot of people that are addicted to Facebook, unfortunately. It's a bummer because there's there's the plus side and the negative side to using Facebook. The plus side is being able to connect with a lot of people, right? Having the groups, having to talk to people and connect with people that you haven't talked to in a long, long time. And the negative side is them being able to use your data and sell your data. See, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, when a product is free or here, here, when, when a service is free, you are the product. Did you get that? When a service is free, you are, 
are the product. And that's why I like Gab, the new social media website that just came out. That's, well, not just came out, but has been on the rise. Yes, you can use it for free, but you have options to pay for more features. So I, I don't know if they're they're honest or if they're really not going to sell any of, of anybody's data. I hope not. But at least they're on the right track, right? At least they're on the right track. Now, do you see do you see the correlation from the big tech giants in the left? Do you see it? I'll give it to you if you don't. They lie, they cheat, and they steal. That they're not American. Americans don't do that. Americans do not do that. Why? Because they have moral standards. They understand. They know. They know deep down. And they want other people to thrive. They want other people to thrive. Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. These big tech giants in the left and some of the Republicans have committed treason against our own country. I'm calling them out. They should be put in jail. The big tech giants in the left and some of the fake Republicans should be put into jail. 100%. If you commit treason against your own country... You should be put into jail. And maybe even more of a bigger and harsher punishment. Definitely be put into jail for life. At least. At least. You don't commit treason against your own country. Because when you do that, you commit treason against everybody else. You see, and I talked about this in my patriotic Bible study. I said, when you... Exercise your rights within America. You are actually honoring and showing value to everybody else in America. Why? Why is that? Because our system, our government is a limited government. And it was set up for us to prosper. You see, when you exercise your Second Amendment right, what are you doing? You're defending yourself, of course. But you're also... Defending your friends and family. That shows honor. That shows honor to your country, to the people around you. And that shows value that you care about yourself and you care about other people. When you exercise your First Amendment right. And you use it the way that was constructed. You listen to other people. You hear their ideas. You have conversations with them. You go to church. You better yourself. And because you're bettering yourself, you better your friends, your your family, the people around you. You see, those are biblical principles at work. Biblical principles always benefit you and everybody else around you. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, the Bill of Rights... Is from the Bible. They are from the Bible. 
So, speaking of jail, speaking of committing treason, BLM, if you didn't see this, (laughs) BLM is now being nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. More like a noble, mostly peaceful prize. <laughs> oh my gosh. I- I'm just going to read this article to you guys because this is ridiculous. This is absolutely 100% ridiculous. And I-, I laughed out loud when I saw this. This article is from CBS News. And it talks about um, how Black Lives Matter movement, the movement has galvanized people across the world to fight against racial injustice and has been nominated for the Nobel Mostly Peaceful Prize. Peter Ede, I'm guessing that's how you pronounce his last name, the Norwegian lawmaker who made the nomination spoke to CBS News on Monday about why he did so. He said, I believe that Black Lives Matter is the largest and strongest social movement in the world today fighting racial injustice. I'd 61 told CBS News. In a world where there is increasing tensions on racial injustice and also on conflict based on equalities in ethnic and cultural differences, I believe that building consciousnesses and awareness on racial matters is extremely important, he said. Now this is another thing that um that he said that is just absolutely <laughs> stupid. Absolutely said it. So it says a little bit further down into the article it says others nominated recently include polarizing political figures as former president Donald Trump, former White House senior advisor Jared Kushner and Russian president Vladimir Putin. The possibilities of who can be nominated are, quote, kind of far-reaching, I'd said. Adding that as long as nominators can argue a nominee falls under the noble state or testament, it's open to anybody you want to nominate. And he said, this is, this is, this is crazy. He said, when Trump and Putin, for instance, are nominated... Because when people do that, they know that there's no chance for them to receive this prize... Eid told CBS News, the nomination process is a political statement. What? Oh my gosh. The po- <laughs> let's let's read that again. The nomination process is a political statement. Now, the irony in that statement is absolutely crazy. Because I think the fact that you are nominating Black Lives Matter is a political statement. <laughs> Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. Mr. Peter Eid, however you say his name. You nominating Black Lives Matter, the movement, the movement, is a political statement. And should not win the Nobel Peace Prize. Really, a.k.a. the Nobel Mostly Peaceful Prize. The only movement that the Black Lives Matter did was moving from business to business, looting and rioting and destroying their local 
local black-owned businesses. Now, that wasn't every single business. That wasn't every single city. No. But when in every single city you do destroy something, some type of business, how the hell do you win the Nobel Peace Prize? How? Tell me, please, because I'm confused. I am so confused. How is it that, and yes, President Trump is nominated. Great, that's awesome. I'm happy he is. Why is this getting more news? Why is this getting more news when Donald Trump helped bring peace into the Middle East? Who didn't start a war? Who didn't start a war in his four years of presidency? Who brought troops back? Who also built a wall for the protection of Americans? How is that not getting more press? We know the answer. That's a rhetorical question. We get it. We understand. But come on. Is, are, are people not seeing this? How crazy is that? This is absolutely nuts, man. I really hope <laughs> I really hope that they would change the the name if they do win it. I really hope they don't. To Noble Mostly Peaceful Prize. <laughs> I think that'd be that'd be dang dang right hilarious, man. That'd be hilarious. And it's funny too, like in, in that article <laughs> there were no pictures, at least from what I saw, that showed the rioting and looting. This is not a movement. A lot of people say it's a trend. Yeah, maybe. It might be a trend, for sure. But it's funny how every single four years, this will come up. It came up in 2016, and it came up this year. Or last year. 2020. And it's so funny, too. Like I I was reading some of the Black Lives Matters tweets. And they said, and this is this is what they said. They said they have never called for violence, but but before they they took it down on their website, they wanted to dismantle the family structure. How freaking crazy! Why? Why is that, ladies and gentlemen? That is Marxism. Marxism says that they want to destroy the nuclear family. See, Marxists believe that they get what they want. They must end white people in their reign. In their reign. They must end white supremacy. They quote MLK MLK all the time. Look at it. Look on their their, uh, Twitter page. They quote MLK all the time. And they misquote him almost all the time. Here's the thing is, why don't you believe that everybody should have equal opportunity? This Black Lives Matter organization incorporated is not, once again, not American. They're committing treason against America. They don't care about Americans. They don't care about America. They want it to end. They want America to be done. Done. They don't believe in equal opportunity. They only want opportunity for one race, one color. 
That's all they want it for. Now, do you know how you solve racism? Do you know how you solve racism? Do you know how you solve racism? You solve racism by keeping the nuclear family intact. And you solve racism by love. Isn't that what MLK said? You solve racism by taking personal responsibility for yourself. You take personal responsibility for yourself and saying, you know what? I am today going to choose to love people. It doesn't matter what race, what color, doesn't matter what hair color they have, doesn't matter anything. It doesn't matter. It says in the Bible, you love people no matter what. You love your neighbor. It doesn't say you love your neighbor that is black. No, no. Come on, man. You love your neighbor. You just show love. You take personal responsibility and say, I'm going to do this today. Love is what ends racism. And really, the, the root of hate is fear. Love and hate are not opposites. Hate is a byproduct of fear. And so when you are fearful, you tend to hate in some circumstances. Here's the, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. All men are created equal. Have you ever read that in the Declaration of Independence there? Black Lives Matter? I don't think they have. I don't think they have. Black Lives Matter, yes. They do. And as we've said, all lives matter. And it says that in our Declaration of Independence. It says that in our Constitution. I didn't know I don't know if you know this. Yes, did the founders own some of the slaves? Yes. But there were laws against not owning slaves, really. The founding fathers wanted to get rid of slavery. They wanted to. But they were so afraid that as a country we we wouldn't come together. So they went ahead and did not put that in as one of our amendments. They wanted to. 100% they wanted to. If you don't believe me, go look at some of the past writings of the founding fathers. They wanted to get rid of slavery. And thank goodness we have Abe Lincoln, man. Thank goodness. Thank goodness that he came along and said, you know what, we're going to end it right here. We're going to end slavery. And yeah, it was a bloody Civil War, it really was. But we ended it. It's done. Thank goodness. I'm so happy that it is done. So what what is the what is the common theme between big tech, between Joe Biden, between the left, and between Black Lives Matter? They want to steal, kill and destroy. They will do anything they can to control your lives, every aspect of your life. And coming back to when Joe Biden said and cut the Keystone Pipeline, 
when a government tells you or any other entity tells you and says that you have no rights a free market that's socialism folks black lives matter doesn't want anything except for something for themselves or black lives they want to kill metaphorically the the end of all white supremacy when that is an absolute 100% joke especially in America America has done more more than any other country or close to it to get rid of slavery come on still you know what the biggest thing that we need to get rid of in this country today is child sex trafficking get rid of it done And no other president, except for Donald Trump, has done more to get rid of child sex trafficking. There is no slavery of black people in America. There isn't. You have more opportunity, you have more choices, really, as a black person, than a lot of white people in this country. Now, why do you say that, Chris? Look at the scholarships that are exclusively just for black people. What about white people? There's nothing just exclusively for white people. If that's not racist, what is? The real fight that we should be fighting... Is not for black lives because that's there's nothing that black lives, black people can't do that white people can. We're all created equal. And thank goodness for Martin Luther King Jr. to come forward and say, I want to see this. I want this to happen. I want to see black people treat, treated equally. And I agree. Everybody should be treated equally. Everybody, everyone should have a fair shot, an equal opportunity. It's not an equal outcome. It's an equal opportunity. Depends on how hard you work. It depends on how much you give. So I think the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway that I have from all of this, ladies and gentlemen, is to continue... To seek out the truth. I'm so happy that Project Veritas is doing that. Continue to seek out the truth. Continue to to love people. Continue to read your constitutions and your declarations of independence. Continue to learn more about what we have as Americans. This great nation is so amazing. There's so many core amazing values in this nation that are set up for us to succeed. So let's continue that. Let's continue that. And let's fight the right and real battles. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to go ahead and remind you if this, any of anything in this podcast gave you some sort of value and you liked some of it or liked one section of it, Go ahead, please, go ahead, sub to my podcast. 
So to my podcast, whether it's on Rumble, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, whether it's on Google Play or wherever you may be listening. And if you are a new person here, I'm happy that you're here. Go ahead and just listen to any of the other episodes as well. And if you like him, go ahead and hit that sub button. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to remind you to be who you are and God bless America.